the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. Who shall be able to stand? What a penetrating question. God's Word clearly tells us what we must stand against, lest we fail to fight the good fight of faith. We must love, not hate. We must forgive, not seek revenge. We must pray for and be effective witnesses to the lost so that they can be found, no matter what. We must stand on the firm foundation of the church that Jesus Christ built, for we know that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Have Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander teaches us today. Unrighteous rulers will be raised up by God over our nation to chasten us because of our rebellion against him. Let me say that again, because you're not going to hear this outside. Hear it in the house of God. If we fail to repent and return to God, unrighteous rulers will be raised up by God over our nation to chasten us because of our rebellion against him. The third thing we need to consider about human government is this. We should pray for those in authority over us. He said, how do you know that? Because of what the scripture says. We should pray for those in authority over us. First Timothy chapter two, verses one and two says, therefore I exhort first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made to all men for kings. And that's presidents too. That includes all the, all the prime ministers and all of these personalities that are in charge for kings and all, and all who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and reverence. You want peace in America? You want godliness and the godly to rule? You want a quiet nation? You want a peaceful life here in this country? Then we need to be praying for those in authority, whether you voted for them or not. Those who are in authority really need our prayers. Why? Because therefore I, I exhort, first of all, that supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life. You don't want the turmoil and the calamity. You better be praying for those who are in authority, from mayors to those who write textbook curriculum, to governors and lieutenant governors and congressmen and senators and presidents and Supreme Court, and on and on it goes. Let me tell you something. Change comes through prayer for our nation's leaders and not through intimidation, threatening, and ridiculing of our elected officials. Let me say it again. Change 
comes through prayer for our nation's leaders. If you don't like what they're doing, then vote them out. And some of you are not even registered to vote. Change comes through prayer for our nation's leaders and not through intimidating our elected officials, officials, not through threatening our elected officials, not through ridiculing our elected officials. God says you don't intimidate, you don't threaten, you don't ridicule, you pray for them. This is what the Bible says. And if you go against the scripture, behold, judgment shall come. Number four, we should submit to those who are in authority over us. We should submit to those who are in authority over us unless they ask believers in Christ to do that which is forbidden by the word of God. We are to obey those in authority over us unless they are asking us to do that which is forbidden by the word of God. I'm going to give you a number of scriptures in Mark chapter 12, verse 17. It says, and Jesus answered and said to them, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. In other words, pay your taxes. If they're mismanaging tax money, miss allocate misallocating tax money, then vote them out and put somebody in who will do better. But don't you do you don't just don't pay your taxes. You'll 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 lose your house. You even lose your freedom. Why don't y'all say amen? You better find a way to pay your taxes and and pay it. Don't even think about it because you got to pay it anyway. You you pay it. You got to pay it if you're mad. You got to pay it if you're glad. So just pay it. The scripture said, look, and, and Jesus answered and said to them, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar. That represents government and to God, the things that are God. And they marveled at him. First Peter chapter two, verses 13 through 15 says, therefore submit yourselves to every ordinances of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme. Verse 14, are to governors as to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do good. Verse 15, for this is the will of God. I said again, for this is the will of God that by doing good, you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Acts chapter five, verse 29 also says, but Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. They were preaching the gospel and the government was saying, don't preach the gospel, shut up. And they said that was infringing on what God had commanded them to do. And they said, we will not shut up because it is, it is better to obey God than man. You obey the the laws of man until it contradicts the word of the living God. Number five, number five, do not expect human government to rule righteousness when all nations are ruled by sinful men and women. Listen to that. I hope you write this down. Do not expect human government to rule righteously when all nations are ruled by sinful men and women. They're sinners. They may lead the country, but they're, they're still sinners. They still fall short. 
Uh, many have uh, deceptive, many have ill motives and all kinds of things. Listen, if you're looking for a righteous judgment, someone who sit and rule righteously and justly uh, in the White House or in as, as a prime minister or, where, or as a king in any country, you're going to be waiting a long time because once they get there, they not might let you down. They will let you down. They will matter. Doesn't matter whether they're independent, Republican, Democrat, Tea Party, whatever. They will let you down. Do not expect human government to rule righteously when all nations are ruled by sinful men and women. There will not be a righteous government on this side until Jesus returns and sits on his own throne. Pastor Rander continues this message. We are reminded that every government of every nation is established by God. Whether we realize it or not, all government leaders, righteous and unrighteous, are used by God to do His will. And what should we do? Stand on the Word of God. Pray and intercede for those in authority. Obey the laws of the land. Accept those things that God forbids. God does and will continue to bless individually and collectively those who keep his commandments and walk by faith, no matter what. Let me say it again. There will not be a righteous government until Jesus returns and sit on his throne. You say, where is that? In Isaiah chapter nine, verses six and seven, it says, for unto us, a child is born unto us. A son is given. The government, underline this, the government will be upon his shoulder when Jesus comes and he rules from Jerusalem. The the government of the world will be on his shoulder and you will see a righteous global global, uh, ruling from the Lord Jesus Christ, the likes of which we have never seen in human history because God is perfect. Because Jesus is sinless, because Jesus, Jesus is honorable. He is, he has equity. Uh, Jesus is perfect in his decision making. Jesus is the all wise God. There is no righteous government on this side. You can go to Canada. You live in America. You can go to Uganda. You can go to China. You can go to Korea. You can go uh, to Philippines. You can go to some island. Wherever you go, if you say if you stay there long enough, you will find corruption in government. That's just the way it is on this side. That's just the way it is. And so it will not be righteous ruling until Jesus Christ comes and set up his throne over in Jerusalem during the millennial and have a worldwide rule to the glory of God. And then you will see the government upon his shoulder and his name will be called wonderful. His name will be called counselor, mighty God. His name is everlasting father. Prince of peace of the increase of his government and peace. There will be no end. In other words, no one can unseat his government. 
Did you hear what I just said? No one can unsee his uh, government. He cannot be voted out. He will have a righteous rule forever and ever and ever and ever. I don't know who you looking to, but I'm not looking to these worldly leaders. I'm looking for my heavenly leader in the Lord Jesus Christ. Do I have an amen out there? Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from the time from from that time forward, uh, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Number six, it is God who raises men and women up to rule over nations. And it is God who also brings them down. Whoever come into power, whoever comes to be president, Whoever comes to be senator, congressman, governor, whatever, it is God who raises up. It is God who brings down and whoever's put in position, they will not be there forever. Matter of fact, maybe that's what's wrong. They have no tenure uh, in con- with con- congressmen and senators. They stay there 30 and 40 years and they just get beside themselves. It Listen, it is God who raises men up, men and women up. To, to rule over nations, and it is God who what? Also bring them down. Because, because God is on the throne, and because God is in total control, you need to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and refuse to become emotionally angry and out of control when things don't go your way. Who told you things will go your way? You're fooling yourself. Things will not go your way. Don't expect things to go your way. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and whatever happens, God will work it out. He will take care of you. He's still on the throne and he's still in control. And you can you can see your blood pressure go down when you know that God is in total control. Do I have a witness out there? Woo! He's in control. He's got it, y'all. Be mindful. According to Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, self-control is one of the fruits of the Spirit. You're you're not to scream and yell and act like hoodlums. You're not to act stupid-fied. We are to be people of dignity. We are to be people of virtue. We are ambassadors for Christ. We represent God in a foreign land. This world is not our home. We are headed home. We are pilgrims. We are sojourners through this barren land. And we are almost home now. Matter of fact, we are closer to going home than when we were first born. Amen. It is God who raises men up. To rule over nations. And it is God who also brings them down. Because God is on the throne and and is in total control. You need to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and refuse to become emotionally angry, high blood pressure, having fits of rage and acting all beside yourself and misrepresenting God on earth. God is in control, so you need not be out of control. 
Be mindful according to Galatians 5.22. Self-control is one of the fruits of the spirit. When you are controlled by God, when you are under the rule of God, when God, when the spirit of God has control of your life, you will not lash out and say anything. You will not lash out and get ugly. You will not be in a rage. You will be calm. You will walk around with a heightened sense of, of expectancy and, and joy on your face because you know that your Jesus is going to take care of everything that's happening down here. God raises up and God puts down. And, you, and look, Daniel chapter 2 verses 21 through 22 to substantiate God raising up and putting down. Uh, Daniel chapter 2 verses 21 through 22 is one of the greatest passages on God raising up and taking down. Listen at this great passage of the Lord. And he, God, changes the times and the seasons. He, God, removes kings. And he, God, raises up kings. He, God, gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. Verse 22, he reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness. Stuff that's done under the table. Stuff that's done in the closet. Stuff that's done that folk can't see. Matter of fact, you don't know what's going on, but I'm going to tell you something. You have an all-seeing God that knows how to uh, uh, expose sin. He sees a God does not have blinders on, my friends. He knows what is in the dark. And light dwells in God. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 10 says, but the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. At his wrath, the earth will tremble and the nations will not be able to endure his indignation. Isaiah chapter 45 verse 7 says, I form the light. I, God, create darkness. I, God, make peace. I, God, create calamity. You get away from God, God knows how to stir up calamity. God knows how to stir up trouble. God knows how to bring a nation to her knees. He says, I, the Lord, do all these things. Psalm 75, 6 and 7 says, For exaltation comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. Did you hear me? God is the judge. God is the all wise judge. He puts down at his will and he exalts another at his will. Luke chapter one, verse 52 says he puts down the mighty from their thrones and exalts the lowly, the unlikely. He exalts them finally, but not the least. God will bless us as individuals and also as a nation if we obey the Lord and be careful to do all of his commandments. You need to write that down. Don't just look at me. I'm not worth looking at. Look at the scripture. Write it down. God will bless us as individuals and also as a nation 
if we obey the Lord, look at that condition. If we obey the Lord, to obey the Lord is to turn from your sins. To obey the Lord is turn from your wretchedness, to turn from your ugliness, to turn from your hate and racism, to turn from anything that displeases God. God will bless us as individuals and also as a nation if we obey the Lord and be careful to do all his commandments, not some of his commandments. Whatever God tells you to do, you do it. You do it if you understand it. You do it if you don't understand it. You do it if it makes sense. You do it if it don't make sense. He's the all wise God. He knows what he's doing. Matter of fact, you can, you're not supposed to know every, what, what exactly what God is doing because he's infinite and you're finite. You, you, who can know the mind of God? His thoughts are not our thoughts. His mind, yeah, yeah, his ways are not our ways. Uh, Deuteronomy 28. Chapter 28, verse 1 says, now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. Hey, you want to see, uh, you, 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 you think it's the economy, you, you, you think it's somebody in office, but I'm going to tell you something, we're not where we are because of man, we are where we are because of God. How many of you know, how many of you got enough sense to know that? No man can do for us like God. It, it, it is God all by itself. That scripture is so powerful, I believe I'll read it again, it's in my soul. God will bless us as individuals. And also as a nation, if we obey the Lord and be careful to do all his commandments. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 says, now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of God. The voice of God is every word written in this book from Genesis to Revelation. It is not not obey the talk shows. Not obey rock stars and celebrities. Everybody got a word, but God's word is the word over all words. It transcends all the talk shows. Everybody got a word, but I want to know, is there a word from the Lord? And I say, amen and praise God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you as God's people today. That the Lord, your God, will set you high above all nations of the earth. We get back to God. We get back to the word. We stand for God. We represent God. We teach our children about God. We teach our grandchildren about God. We teach our great-grandchildren about God. Get rid of these satanic cartoons, satanic videos, and all this stuff that's shaping them and pulling them away from God then God will raise us up before the nations of the world. Or God will wipe us out if we rebel against him. He says that the Lord your God will set you high above all the earth. We'll be the talk of the world in a good way and not the mockery of the world. 
As I close, it's time for the church to wake up. It's time for the church to take our stand. It's time for the church to fight for the cause of Christ. It's time for the church to shine for Jesus. And it's time for the church to not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And when I got Christ inside, I don't have to make it shine. It's going to shine when I walk for Jesus. And all God's children said, and all God's children said, and all God's children said, can you say hallelujah? Can you say glory to God? How many of you know that it's time to rise up? How many of you know it's time to take your stand? How many of you know that it's time for you to be who God is calling you to be? If we don't speak speak up, God's got rocks that will take our place. God's got rocks that I don't want a rock to take my place. I got a big mouth and I'm going to I'm going to talk it out. I'm going to preach it out. I'm going to shout it out until Jesus calls me from labor to reward. I've been working for Jesus a long time and I'm not tired yet. You might be tired. But I'm not tired yet. I'm going to keep on keeping on. As long as I got breath in my body. I'm going to keep on keeping on. To the glory of God. And all God's children say it. And who shall be able. To stand. And Father, we thank you for the message. We love you and we bless you. The signs are clear by a preponderance of the evidence. It is increasingly difficult to distinguish between the churched and the unchurched. Church attendance among millennials is alarmingly low. We are spiraling downward when we should be soaring upward for the cause of Jesus Christ children of the only true and living God, wake up. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.